living God, by your Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see the new light of this day. Open our lips to tell of the empty tomb. Open our hearts to believe the good news through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first reading is from the book of Acts, the 10th chapter. Peter is talking to Cornelius. Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree but God raised him up on the third day and allowed him to appear not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify, testify about him Everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. And then our gospel reading is from the 24th chapter of Luke, the first 12 verses. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer.
sometimes what you read on Facebook is surprising and sometimes, sometimes it's stunning. This week I saw a Facebook post that started, the Bible is clear, and it cites a verse that says Moabites are bad, and then it points out, along came Ruth the Moabite, who as it turns out became one of Jesus' ancestors. Then it says, the Bible is clear about people from the land of us being evil. But then it points out that Job of us was called the most blameless man on earth. And after another couple of examples, the writer says, the story may begin with prejudice and discrimination and animosity, but the spirit moves God's people toward openness, welcome inclusion acceptance, and affirmation. Let me tell you what surprised me. The very first comment posted said, just more of the hundreds of contradictions in the Bible. <laughs> that fellow would have a grand time pointing out the differences between the four versions of the resurrection story and the four Gospels. For example, what we read from Luke, we heard of two men in dazzling white. But in Matthew and Mark, as we know from Sunday school, there's one man at the tomb. In Luke and Matthew, the women hear the good news, they bear the, hear the news, and then they bear it to the disciples. But in Mark, they kept quiet from fear. And then in John, just Mary reports the empty tomb. Well, there are enough differences in the four stories to fill a, a seminary dissertation or a long post by that fussy guy on Facebook. But that would miss the point. All of us know that different people can go through the same event and recall it differently and describe it differently. That doesn't mean they're contradictions. That means they're different perspectives. The point that would be missed is that Jesus Christ was different from any human being who ever died. He arose. Luke's version is shortened to the point on that first Easter the women came to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared. They knew what needed to be done to properly prepare the body of their friend for burial. Before the Saturday Sabbath they had collected the spices and materials. I've read there were 100 pounds of spices that they needed to perform this one last act of kindness and respect for Jesus. But then they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. What would you do in that situation? They went in, but they did not find the body. And then suddenly the two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. So they bowed their heads down to the ground, only to be asked a perplexing question. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has arisen. The angelic men wearing dazzling white pointed out how Jesus had taught his followers what was going to happen, but they really hadn't understood and when the women told the disciples about the empty tomb and the resurrection, they weren't able to wrap their heads around this idea either. 
Now there are three women named in that tenth chapter of Luke. I'm, I'm sorry, the tenth verse of Luke 24. There's Mary Magdalene. There's Joanna, who's mentioned back in the third chapter of Luke. And there's Mary, the mother of James, and other unnamed women. These women told the disciples what they had seen. They told them what they had heard. And the disciples believed them immediately, right? No, they didn't. To the men's ears, it sounded like nonsense. It seemed an idle tale. Even though they knew these women, they did not believe them. Now, did you catch the implication of the third woman named? Mary, mother of James. The disciples did not believe these women, but the disciple James did not believe his own mama. Now, back when I was in college, I worked for the Augusta Herald newspaper one summer, and we had a managing editor who was, he was real strict about what reporters wrote in a story and how we wrote it. He wanted us to say only what we knew for sure. And if we didn't know it for sure ourselves, we had to attribute it to someone, anything that we didn't know to be a fact. He had a little saying to help us remember his rules. He said, if your mama says she loves you, check it out. <laughs> the Apostle James did not believe his own mother, but he didn't check it out either. You see, it wasn't just doubting Thomas, who had to see the risen Jesus in person to believe. It was all the disciples. Well, you and I were not around to have that privilege, but we do have a blessing from Jesus who told his dubious disciples, he said, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. I had a friend who was part of that service at the Capitol this morning, the sunrise service, and he posted a note saying, you know, because it was overcast and rainy, we didn't see the sunrise, but we trust that it did. And he said, I'll leave it to you to make the connection. If you believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for your sins and mine and the sins of the world, and that he rose again, then as Peter preached in our reading from Acts, we're witnesses. We're not to be passive witnesses because Jesus commanded us Preach to the people. Testify that he is the one ordained by God. So what do you think? Is the resurrection of Jesus Christ what Luke says the men thought? An idle tale, not to be believed. Or is it truly the greatest story ever told? Because it's true. Not only what do you think, so how do you live? We dare not live like the good news of the resurrection is an idle tale, not to be believed. By how we treat other people, by how we care for creation that's been entrusted to us, by how we serve God and God's children, we need to live the good news of the greatest story ever told. Thanks be to God.
So go out with joy to tell the good news. Jesus Christ is risen. You are witnesses to the resurrection. You are messengers of the gospel. So go forth to tell the good news, proclaiming by how you live, how you love, how you forgive, and how you serve, that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. In the name of our living Lord, Jesus Christ.